Hi, and welcome. It's Jade here at Evil Talk, and this is the first episode of a new podcast, which is done by myself, Jade. I am a self-empowerment expert. I'm a private counsellor, business owner, and a trauma coach. This is for anybody who loves something a bit thought-provoking. They want to do the work. They want to heal. They want to do anything that kind of helps them evolve as a person. So if that's your kind of thing, please stick around and I would love to hear your thoughts. And I thought today, let's dive in straight into the deep end with a controversial topic, which is the quick fixes do not work. And we live in a society that absolutely encourages us to have surface-level living surface level experiences be addicted to quick and quick fixes and dopamine highs so that they can profit off of your suffering and once you see that you can't unsee that and once you know that i don't think that anybody is cool with being silent about it me included i'm not going to pretend that i don't understand where quick fixes come from I believe that a quick fix is something that you temporarily put in place whilst you are kind of gaining enough information to come up with a more permanent solution. So that could be, for example, that is it easier at the end of a tough week to have a couple of glasses of wine so that you can have that immediate release of that tension that's built up in your body from the stress of the week, if that's what's happened that week, and then look at dealing with it later i get i get the appeal of that i get why somebody and i'm not absolutely preaching to the converted i'm not preaching to people that they should or shouldn't act or do things in a certain way not at all what i'm saying is if that becomes your go-to every weekend if it becomes your go-to every time you have a stressful experience you can see how you have fallen into the trap of having a needing maybe the quick fix in order to feel the relief of having a nervous system that's dysregulated, maybe potentially having coping strategies that are not dealing with the problem directly, but rather dealing with the symptoms of the problem. And you can just imagine how that isn't really a problem to begin with, but it can quickly become a problem if you're not willing to do the longer term work. Because let's get clear. If there are things that you are not dealing with and you are finding ways of just masking over the problem, avoiding the problem, running away from the problem, those problems don't go anywhere. You still have to live with yourself. You still have to listen to your thoughts. You still have to pull with the consequences of how that shows up in your body. And until you are willing to do that work, until you are willing to go there and look at it and find a more permanent solution, you're never going to truly have the relief over that temporarily and this is why I wanted to do this podcast because I do see how it is so easy and if anything it's encouraged for you to have or go to should I say quick fixes for things and needing relief from things you know the normal day-to-day sufferings of life or the kind of things in fact that are even harder and more consequential on the mind and on the body. I'm going to give you a couple more examples just to kind of embed what we see in the day-to-day runnings of life. I don't think that anybody, including myself, can say that we have avoided not doing these things and have experienced these things firsthand. So another example of a quick fix would be that is it easier to eat whatever we want, whatever that might be, and not work out every day? 
because not everybody really enjoys exercise, do they? Yes, some do. Very fortunate for them, but not everybody does. Is that easier? Well, yes, it is easier. And do they give you a temporary dopamine fix? Of course they do. If it's food you enjoy, if you're sat there, you know, watching your favourite TV programme, then, of course, it's going to give you some level of relief from maybe a stressful week. Again, just as an example. However, what is the long-term consequences of doing that every day? And when I say this again, I want you to be aware that I'm not, this is not a judgment thing. This is a just let's have a conversation that I do those things, but I don't choose to engage in them every day because I understand that there's a consequence to a quick fix. It's something that I, I consciously indulge in. I am not offline about that. I know when I'm doing it and I know that I have to get back on to self-discipline, which I will go on to later. Another example of this might be that a fairy tale that we're often sold is that you'll just, everybody will just get on and that, you know, you'll find the perfect match for you and you'll just live happily ever after. We see this literally sold to us in movies, in fairy tales, in Disney's, in, and I love Disney by the way, in cartoons from the day that, you know, we are kind of put in front of a TV. But the truth is, is, is that relationships require maintenance, they require work. And can we ignore that fact? Can we not want to deal with conflict, especially not have to deal with the conflict resolution between two people? Of course, that's the easiest thing to do. Avoidance is the easiest thing to do. So the quick fixing that would be, I don't want to have an argument. I don't want to disagree with them, so I will avoid it. The thing about that is, and we have all definitely seen this play out in relationships, the more you suppress it, when it does eventually erupt out of that volcano, everything's going to come out. And you don't even know what you're arguing about anymore. Does that sound familiar? And that is, again, because the quick fix is to avoid conflict. Conflict is not a comfortable thing. Nobody enjoys conflict. Well, most people do not enjoy conflict. But the truth is, is that it's absolutely needed. It's It shows a sign of emotional maturity to be able to have a conversation about difficult things so that you can get through that doorway. But again, that's the longer term solution, not the quick fix. So you might be thinking, what is the solution? One of my sayings that I often say to myself is do the hard work now for the easier road later. And I think that it's something that many people can live by. And once they begin to live by that, they're going to see the impact on their future in a more long-term beneficial way than the kind of, well, I would like the immediate relief of the right now which again is the learning of just living in that uncomfortable moment and figuring out what lives there rather than avoiding what lives there so that you can actually work through it so that you don't have to keep avoiding it. You then don't have to keep trying to, you know, run in the opposite direction of it, avoid it at all cost, numb it down. If you face it head on, usually, and this is nine times if not ten times out of ten, when I do this work with clients, they'll always say to me, it was way less scary than I made it out to be in my head. I think that sometimes we feel incapable. We don't trust our ability to be able to deal with it. We don't think that we've got the solutions inside of us. We don't believe that we have the ability to regulate our nervous system and our emotional well-being. That we often doubt ourselves and in the process learn to not trust ourselves. We are all absolutely capable of it. And... That is often the starting point. 
the starting point is first having the awareness of what's going on. Once you have the awareness, you can't then go back offline. You can't unsee what you now know. And then be willing to face it. And again, when I say face it, something else that I see often is that that can be met with your own criticism of self and your own doubting sort of the voice inside your head that's not always very kind, I would suggest that you meet this part of yourself, whatever that is, that requires you to do the longer term work with compassion and grace in the same way that you would do it for somebody that you love. So if you imagine it to be, if you have children, how you may manage that if that was your child or how you might manage that if that was your grandma or if that was your pet Anybody that will help you see it from a different perspective and help you give yourself more compassion and grace and less criticism and less bullying. Once you've learned to be able to sit with the uncomfortable and learn that it isn't as scary as you thought it was and learn what lives in that space and what is needed in order to move out of that space, this is the part of you that is learning self-discipline. Self-discipline is one of those things, it sounds really preach it it sounds really like a sort of harsh sports coach sort of getting on your case about you need self-discipline I, I get that it can maybe immediately cause some resistance inside some people but self-discipline is a beautiful skill because it means that we are willing to see the greater good for ourselves, even though the immediate part of you is suffering and wanting to just find some immediate relief and that you will be almost like the parent to that part of yourself and just teaching yourself that it's okay. It's okay that we've got this and that it will get better, but you have to trust me. You have to trust that we have to sit in the uncomfortable. We have to figure out a longer-term solution by knowing myself better and knowing what is truly going on for me here so that I can actually move forward rather than be stuck in this place and this cycle of quick fixes and temporary relief. I hope this has been helpful to some people who might be interested in this area of life, might be even wanting to work on this particular thing. I would love to know your thoughts. You can contact me. I am on various social media platforms if you just search JMS Wellbeing Center. Have the most blessed rest of your day, whatever you are doing, and I will speak to you soon.